Hi, Amber. Hi, Megan. Welcome to Bad Movies Rock. Thank you, Megan. Megan, welcome to Bad Movies Rock, where we continue on our intended course. Yes, we do. The non-existent Jet Li trilogy that I will die to defend. Yes, indeed. This is Amber's catastrophe of Jet Li early 2000s movies. Indeed. This is Jet Li comes to American audiences and studios attempt to make him palatable to our tiny little minds. Well, yeah. Yep. Their efforts continue. Actually, this is this is their first effort. This this is now we we started with the last one, but we're moving to this one because it's my second favorite. And it is actually his first starring role. It followed his mm-hmm. appearance as as the antagonist in Lethal Weapon Four. Uh, but this is this is his movie. This is his first one outside yeah. of like once he came from Hong Kong to here. And uh, it is called Romeo Must Die. Romeo Must Die, Amber. Weirdly, also another starring vehicle for another up and coming actor. Yes, Aaliyah. Aaliyah. Oh, you're so, so sad when you say her oh, name. I do. It's just so sad. Right? Because she was super young and then she died. Yeah. She died in a yeah plane crash right before 9-11. Yep. That, that is accurate. Yes. Yeah. Yep. She, a lot of people, I feel like, who were not born in the 80s or 90s, or really born before the 90s, because you would have had to kind of been listening to music at that point, right. wouldn't really know who she is. Yeah, except that the 20th anniversary, I guess, of her death is is this week. Um, well, that's that's the thing. Like, it's, yeah. I hadn't known this. And of course, we didn't intend this. This was entirely Jet Li motivated. But now that we're here, weirdly enough, this is the 20th anniversary of her death this month. Uh, a biography just came out, out about her. And yes. she's a little bit back in the news because R. Kelly is back on trial. And... right. One of the most well-known fucked up things he did was marrying Aaliyah secretly when she was 15 yeah, and having a forged fake ID saying she was 18 to allow it to happen. There's all like there's so many things about her life and like controversies. And, and, and again, it, because it was in the 90s, I know this won't surprise you. It reflected more negatively on her than it did on him. Yes, she was essentially like blacklisted in a way because she was seen as some sort of 15 year old seductress which is just fucked up beyond that my mind can handle yes Um, yeah she was the 15 year old up and coming aggressor and he was the 27 year old established grown-ass man who took advantage of this talented young girl Right. And he, he like, in some ways was, like, her mentor and, and shit like that. And so, like, he had, like, this very specific power dynamic over her, which is, you know, extra Real gross. special fucked up. Yeah. Real gross. But fuck him and fuck that situation because she went on to work with Timbaland. She went on to work with Missy Elliott. She went on to make her fucking self become very, very talented, very well known, and start mm-hmm. getting into movies. She was, I think, 20... 20 or 22 when she made this movie 22 when she she died and she was in the process of making her second movie Mm -hmm. what i didn't know is that her music isn't available on any streaming services and never has been i think except for her very first album so if you weren't around in the 90s when she was and you don't have a hard copy you don't have a freaking cd of her music y'all haven't really heard it unless it's you know on the radio right so there's like two generations of people who have 
like outside of YouTube really can't access her music. And her music was great. Her music it's like very she good, yeah. She it's was very fantastic. good. Yeah. And I mean she she beat out like Christina Aguilera. She beat out like I can't one of her songs beat out Britney Spears. Like she was in the 2000 like um you know time frame when her music was really kind of that up and coming she was beating out household names that we know now she was beating out pretty blonde white pop stars and that yes like i'll i'll bop along to britney spears christina aguilera is a vocal powerhouse sure, but like absolutely. think about the fact that you have this black female hip hop artist like hip hop r&b mm-hmm. artist who is beating out these perfect examples of like mainstream commodified vocal talent. Like they're exactly yes. what's easiest to sell to audiences. And here you have Aaliyah beating them the fuck out. Like that's, she like, was, it was great. And I loved her music. I loved her albums. I had the soundtrack to this because she's on it. Her like, this was of course back in the music video days. So I got to watch like the video that had like, you know, scenes from this movie. Mm-hmm. And yep. so there's, it's, it's weird to be watching this while she's sort of having a moment again. Like, so I say this because her her music is actually about to become available on streaming services again, uh, I think yes. on the 20th, or not again for the mm-hmm. first time. So it's, right. it's, like, it's weird. It's this weird kind of kismet of events that we happen to be watching this yeah. and that Aaliyah is, is in the news right now. So Megan. Yeah. Yes, Amber. Let's do the thing that I've just decided to start doing. Okay. Confuse let's you. do it. Please do. With prepackaged summaries brought to you by IMDb Metacritic and my mm-hmm. favorite, Amazon. Great. We'll start with Metacritic this time. Loosely based on Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet. Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. Already. Already she's there. Uh-huh. This crime plot features Jet Li as an imprisoned son of a Chinese crime family who escapes his Hong Kong prison and flees to Oakland to avenge the death of his brother, who is killed by the rival black crime family. That's all one sentence. Okay. Both families become involved in competing corrupt schemes to finance the building of a waterfront football stadium. Wow. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. All of that is accurate. And when you put it all together like that, this shit's cockamamie and weirdly pedestrian. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. So wait, it's a football stadium thing? They're... Huh? Yeah. Like, this is about... It's all and about, it, it's, it's, it's very, yeah, buying up waterfront property. Mm-hmm. And I love the loosely based on Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Is yeah. it? I mean, it's got it like... It, references it, it, sure, and it definitely yeah. is playing on the rival family's theme. Yeah, it's got the star-crossed lover's idea kind, in it. But, but I don't really I, think they're going for a based on. Yeah. I could be wrong. Uh, let's move on to IMDb. Mm-hmm, An avenging please. cop seeks out his brother's killer and falls for the daughter of a businessman who is involved in a money deal with his father. Okay, yeah. That's true, but oddly misleading. Yeah, simplified to the point of nonsense. Indeed. Uh-huh. And then, oh, Amazon. Two warring families, one <laughs> Chinese, one African-American, are fighting for control of Oakland Waterfront. Ex-cop Romeo, son of Chinese gang leader Chu Sing. What? Steve, stop Romeo. What are you talking and the, about? But did you hear the rest of the sentence? Sorry. That's it. I... No, that, no, 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 don't be, like, agreed. Uh, you, your, your reaction is justified. <laughs> but that was the end. I just, I want you to have a, a chance to, it's two warring families, one Chinese, one African-American, are uh-huh. fighting for control of Oakland Waterfront, period. Yeah. Ex-cop Romeo, 
son of Chinese gang leader Chu Sing, period. That's not a sentence. Or information, or, really. Or, or accurate in any way. His name is not Romeo. He's that actually not- called by a couple different names. At one point, yes, one refers to well, someone refers to him as Romeo. Briefly, once, yeah. But that's not the name of the character. No. And also, why are you telling? What, what is this sentence? What is it doing? What is this sentence informing me about? O- okay. Wow. So the guy who's the Romeo is an ex-cop and the son of a Chinese gang leader. I feel like this person um, had to write this like a like it's like a. You know, when you're in school and had to write a book report, but you didn't read the book. Mm-hmm. This was like a, 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 it was just so, and then you just kind of write things that are not yes. sentences. And like he had to write a certain number of characters. Exactly. Before he, he could hit like post. So mm-hmm. he's just, oh, I need another sentence. Um, Ex-Hop Romeo is a son of a, what's, what's, choosing. Okay, send. Yeah, we go. There we this, go. This is good. This It gets the Half- point across. Not a sentence and half of the information isn't correct. So, great. I love these. <laughs> Megan. Amber. Do better? I, I, I mean, you've covered kind of all the basics in, in a weird, deranged way. <laughs> um. <laughs> like a madman. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's all about the shenanigans of these two families who are trying to... So, two families, but then they're also working with this other bad guy. Uh, what the hell's his name? Roth. Indeed. Uh, a smarmy uh, white guy. Smarmy white guy. These two families have, like, a... a, a what would you call it? A, um, an understanding um, until... Um, the whole thing is kind of messed up by um, Henry O, oh, who plays Chu Sing's um, son, being murdered by what they think is the um, uh, the the other family. It's it's a whole thing, Amber. It's politics, you know, with underground crime families. Oh, this is definitely clarifying things. I'm, I think I'm doing a great job. I Thank think you I th- very much. I definitely think you are. Think- there's politics. There's <laughs> they have an understanding, but then there's a murder. And then there's a misunderstanding about yep. the murders. Assumptions right. are made. Yes. But but the business deal still has to go through because it's money. Every, everybody's out to get money, more or right. less. Yep. Uh, right. Yeah. But Megan, yeah. Why, what, what's what's the drama that we care about? So the drama that we care about is um, Aaliyah's playing Delroy Lindo's daughter. And um, she just kind of happens into Jet Li, who is playing... Henry O's son, and it was Jet Li's brother that gets murdered. Jet Li comes, like, breaks out of prison in order to come avenge his brother. You're looking that at me like confusing. I'm crazy. It is confusing. See, I, I'm just, I'm just trying to. I'm yeah. thinking about this from an mm-hmm. outside perspective. We're, we're just saying, yeah, nonsense. We are saying. It, well, it is, I guess our nonsense is just as much as their nonsense is, isn't it, Amber? I think what we're realizing is that the movie is nonsense. Yeah, I think I think I jumped in as if your explanations explained something, and uh, and I didn't need to start from the beginning. I think to a certain extent they did. I I mm-hmm. honestly don't know it. Two two warring families that aren't currently warring, but then the the son of of one of the families is murdered, mm-hmm. and the brother of that son is in prison mm-hmm. in Hong yep. Kong. He breaks out when he hears about the murder. 
to come yes. and, uh, I guess, avenge it and or figure out what happened because he promised his mom he'd always take care of his little brother. In the course of that, he encounters Aaliyah, daughter of the other head of the gang. Mm -hmm. They they kind of meet cute. There's there's some adorableness. And then they figure out there's a plot. And then maybe another plot. And then maybe another plot. I, I don't know. There's so many plots. And there's double crossing amongst the, like the, the families themselves are in in double crossing themselves like <laughs> the, the families are murdering their own supposed to do yeah or they are doing so, what they're supposed to do but it's all there's there's fire bombings there's vicious crabbings oh god yes <laughs> uh -huh. yeah but what's what's important here mm -hmm. so there's there's some martial arts showdowns there's jet lee and alia there's delroy lindo there's mm -hmm. dmx Yes. Mm -hmm. Russell Wong, D.B. Woodside. Don't worry yes. about it, people. Just just uh, turn off your brain for a minute. Yeah. It, it's, it's, uh, it's, you know what it's kind of like, Amber? It's kind of, it feels like shoving um, a season of The Wire into a movie where there's so many double crosses and, like, surprises that are only kind of surprises. Yes. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. And then making it PG-13, but... Technically, this movie is R, but it feels like you're watching a PG-13 movie. Yeah, we de we we decided that the R was probably just for like a brief showing of of breasts in the very beginning. Totally necessary, obviously. A very integral single breast showing. Yes. Yeah, totally worth the R rating. I, I don't even I, think yeah. there was an F word. What a wasted R rating. Yeah. At least throw some fucks at me. Exactly. decapitation even the violence wasn't ultra violence they had some like mortal combat x-ray vision stuff but yes that's not even no that's that's cga nonsense delightful nonsense oh, but delightful yeah. yeah well i feel like this has been um really helpful for the i for the feel listener. like i've 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 let you down and i no, apologize. no i i'm realizing this movie is difficult to describe and that i love how terrible it is that i give you summaries and then expect you to do another summary yeah yeah it's great let's keep going with this bit i like it. i think it's good i think it's definitely leading to a lot less confusion and a lot more just quality content agreed that's always amber, our goal amber what did the critics have to say about this movie you know um this may surprise you but they didn't like it i know i know Ooh. we usually do really well regarded movies and i mean what we just described to you you would assume at least 70 or 80 percent no no uh, 52 for critics on Metacritic and mm. 73 for the users. Yeah, I'm, I'm at 32 critics, 61 users for Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, geez. Okay, so that's that's low. All right. Yep. Yes. These blurbs are some at some points confusing, at other points maddening. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sounds oh. about right. Sounds like... <laughs> Yeah. The standard the standard thing. I mean, what we do here more often than not is <laughs> respond to the critics, say go fuck yourselves, and then move on to the stuff that we actually loved about the movie, assuming right. we loved things about the movie. Quite a few people did find it entertaining, even while, you know, admitting that it's not very good. There were definitely comments on how this isn't as good as Jet Li's, you know, Hong Kong films, which, no, those are martial arts films. Those, those are... Right, those are actual, yeah. And the director of this is Andres... Bart Kowiak probably murdered that name. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
I've seen it before uh, because he also did um, the other Jet Li DMX movie, Cradle 2, the number two, Uh, Grave. Yes. Uh, And then another DMX Steven Seagal mashup, which I think was called Exit Wounds. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he has a thing. But I don't... I don't think they really know how to direct and find choreographers, choreographers to do, or choreographers. They could choreographers. Chore, chore the graph, yeah. graph the yes, chore. absolutely. They're doing an American movie. So what they're trying to do is have like a story and a whole drama and mm-hmm. romance, but then not really showcase the action so much as just have it be part of it. I don't yep. know. I'm just saying things. <laughs> I'm, but what I'm saying is, don't look at this movie as a good example of a <laughs> no, action film. No, it is not a good example. I mean, one of the things that that was said is that, like, for two essentially, although to call Jet Li a, a novice um, actor, I guess he's a novice actor in terms of you know being in an American film. But the fact that you know you've got Jet Li and you've got Aaliyah, and this is Aaliyah's first role. Um, it's actually pretty impressive, like, that they are, you know, do so well. Aaliyah especially is, mm-hmm. like, does this really – can – she can act. Yeah, she can. And, like, Jet Li can act too, and now he has to do it in English. Right. And so, like, Absolutely. he's got, like, she's doing it for the first time, and he's doing a leading man role while learning English. Right. So it's not the best showcase of his action. They honestly, the acting is really good, especially considering how poor the dialogue and like writing is. Like there's some really cute moments and I feel like they pull them off really well. Yes, absolutely. Which brings me to the frequent determination by the critics that there is an utter lack of sexual chemistry between Lee and Aaliyah, sucking all the urgency out of the relationship between the star-crossed lovers. And that one, and that's, that's our old friend Maitland McDonough, TV Guide. Oh, fun. <laughs> Thanks. I would, st- I would clap back at that on yeah. two levels. Yes, please. One, why does the chemistry have to be sexual? Just in and up. The Good two question. hug. They're, they don't even kiss in this yep. movie. And we can kind of talk about why that may or may not be, like why there isn't more physical romance in this mm-hmm. between our two leading actors. I have some questions about that. I've I've got at least a couple answers followed by more questions about that. Yes, fair. Mm-hmm. But there is, while there is some suggestion of romance between the two, where they are clearly mm-hmm. flirting, there is no physical relationship there. So why would there be right. sexual chemistry? Yeah, and there's chemistry between. Like there's there's there is chemistry adorableness between them. Between them there for is sure. delightful chemistry between them. Maybe yep. they're just going to be really great asexual. Fucking partners, fucking mm-hmm. McDonough, huh? But yeah, so th- a lot of people kind of pick at the chemistry between them. I have some thoughts on that, critics. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping I'm wrong about it. And then other weird, inscrutable blurbs aspires to rise above the conventional drugs and action genre and succeeds about half the time. This is by Lawrence Topman of the Charlotte Observer. Drugs mm-hmm. and action? Megan, were there any drugs in this movie? I'm I'm just now trying to think of that, Amber. I don't like it was all real estate deals. There was no like they were there were two crime bosses, but I don't remember there ever being any. There were two instances of drugs. One, mm-hmm. we see Delroy Lindo's son, played by DB Woodside, smoking weed with his girlfriend. That actually might be uh, why it got the yeah. R rating. Oh come on! And then we yeah. see Jet Li blow some white powder out of his dead brother's secret cane compartment. 
Oh, yeah, I forgot about that, too. But, yeah, like, yeah, come on. But are the drugs a part of the plot? Are, no, there's nothing Are these to gangs do. warring over drugs, selling drugs? No, it's a real estate deal. Like, <laughs> when you break it down, they're doing real estate deals. So what, I guess, it, I'm, I would assume there is a drugs in action genre. This is no part in that. And I'm a little curious why Lawrence Topman um, decided that a movie in which it's entirely people of color somehow involved drugs just automatically yeah interesting just moving on yeah. from that one mm -hmm. a lot of people alluded to the fact that it's not a very good romeo and juliet yeah version it, like, this hip-hop romeo and juliet is awful is uh but that's not at all what it is there it's is not what hip -hop it is music in it and there are black people in it but it's not mm -hmm. it, it references not... in it but i really don't think it's going for no it's not Shakespearean and experience yeah it is it's it's pretty i i think it's very telling that you've got a bunch of um of the critics saying shit like that and it's not the romeo and juliet part fine that they the 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 makers of the film kind of asked for it by putting romeo in the title fine people mm -hmm. are going to make that kind of connection um but to call like it, they they talk about you know it being hip hop. They talk about it being drug fueled. They talk about, you know, um I don't know. It's just like okay, so like you said, are they are they doing this because we've got a cast of just about all people of color? Yeah, probably. I don't DMX know. is in this, but like it's not about what are they doing, Ember? I don't know. And this one, William Arnold, Seattle Post Intelligencer, in fact when not kicking butt leaves kind of a blank spot in the center of the screen. What did you just say to me, motherfucker? Mm-hmm. Did you just suggest to me that despite having to do a leading man role in English, mm -hmm. he is charismatic and his comedic timing is wonderful? It's very good, yes. Go fuck yourself, Arnold. I feel like the time review is a good one. It's 60% okay. scored, Richard Corliss, doesn't touch Lee's Hong Kong movies, but it is trying something clever. And a yeah. couple of other people mentioned like, it's a fine vehicle to introduce him to American audiences. Like, it's a good way to get started. Yes. Right. Thank you. It's fun. Shut your brain off. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. The music is great. Yes. Thank you. Yes, it is. Some of them say the music is distracting. I don't know you. Get out of my house. Yeah, you're wrong. You're incorrect. So just talking about... um the Romeo and Juliet aspect, Aaliyah actually was um, offered the role of Juliet in the, that Leonardo DiCaprio and um, Claire Danes, oh, Romeo and Juliet. She just, uh, she, ball sack. Balzac. Yeah. That would have been amazing. I know. Aaliyah decided, well, according to the brief thing that I read, um, Aaliyah decided not to do it because she thought it wasn't the time that she wanted to get into movies yet. But man, that would have been delightful. Would have been that would have been unbearably iconic. Yeah, it would have been amazing. For so many For so reasons. many reasons, yeah. Could you imagine early 2000s Aaliyah is Juliet. You've got a mixed racial black woman Juliet situation happening. What? Yes. I want that yeah. for my past. I know. That's a thing it I needed to see. Yeah, it, it would have been amazing. It would have been like a, a game changer and sadly ahead of its time. 
speaking of, um, apparently, Amber, and this is getting to a point that you you were um, making, a, there was an alternate ending of this movie filmed where Aaliyah and Jet Li kissed. Um, it was reported that this ending was not liked by the test screening audience who were uncomfortable with... You got it, Amber, an interracial romance. Oh, I'm so mad. Oh, I'm so <laughs> furious. I was ready to be mad. I was already a little mad, and now I'm just... Yeah. Oh, fuck you! Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my... Fu- I knew it. I fucking knew it. And I, I know. And fuck you, critics, for fucking blaming the movie for the shit that is your shit that it that had is, to deal yeah. with. It was right. trying to make this adorable romance between... Okay, okay. Critics Corner. Mm-hmm. Usual go fuck yourself noise, but also all of the things that you missed, mm-hmm. we now need to talk about. So let's talk about the biggest thing. Yes. This is a movie which mm-hmm. has almost no white people in it. Yep. Yep. Like two yeah. ish with And they're roles. cartoonishly yeah. smarmy, dumb bad guys. Yep. It's like watching a Spike Lee movie. You have a Chinese man mm-hmm. and a black woman as your leads. Yes. And as your romantic interest. Mm-hmm. What is happening? This is beautiful. Yeah. It was a movie that I hadn't seen before. It's mostly brown people. White people are somewhere else doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are criminals, but not all of them. <laughs> it's, it's not a situation in which you're in gangland and everybody's like associated with the gangs. You have Aaliyah and you right. have Jet Li who are not living that life. Right. Like she's got her own business. It's like a community center. She's got mm-hmm. she's she's got this awesome fucking shop where she's yeah. got like clothes. She's got somebody spinning. It's kids come there to just hang out. It's a cafe with an espresso machine. It's called mm-hmm. Serpentine Fire after the Earth, Wind, and Fire. Like, yeah, I mean it's unbearably cool and. Mm-hmm. It just shows the normalcy of it. And even there's, you know, a scene where there's there's a game of football. It's it's people living their lives, but also with all the drama of, like, gangland. But even the gangland drama isn't drug-based. It isn't even, right. like, violence is a part of it and criminality is a part of it. But it's fucking land deals. Yeah, the, the whole point is is uh, Aaliyah's dad delroy lindo is um he's he's going legit like his plan is to like get this land deal done and that that's him going legit so he's getting out of the out of the crime lord business yeah and even his ultimate goal is ownership right he doesn't even want the check at the end of the movie and and we'll talk about this but he has that he's made that realization that the point is there needs to be a black man in the owner's box yeah yeah delroy lindo there does need to be it's there were so many cliched stereotypical tropes that were definitely played out in this movie but there were a lot of things that weren't that were new that were different and most importantly Mm -hmm. you had a mixed racial romance at the center of it in which neither of them was white right and i didn't see a single critic mentioning that in fact they just complained about the fact that there wasn't enough sexual chemistry between the two of them and fucking know why there wasn't because test audiences didn't want to see that shit so instead we're left with this still really sweet adorable chemistry they they flirted Mm -hmm. and but there was no none of the usual physical culmination of like intimacy touch kiss because y'all racist motherfuckers didn't want to see that you know it's fine to have like a romance that's not sexual but also they had to make it a romance that wasn't sexual because otherwise people would be mad at the fucking movie it's it's such a 
That's the problem. Like, I would love an asexual romance. That would be delightful. But I don't want an asexual romance by default because it would make people uncomfortable. And so there are so many adorable scenes that would have gone farther Mm -hmm. if the two characters were white. Yes. Oh, 100%. Or at least one of them was white. Yep. And in which case it would have at the end when they kissed, it would have been that culmination of that like romantical longing. You know, you, mm-hmm. you could have had the usual arc and nobody would have complained about it because all of those scenes were sweet and charismatic. They were connecting. Aaliyah was doing her thing. Lee was doing his thing. And then they had to stop. Right. Yep. That makes it fucking awkward. Not yeah. on them. No, it is not. Like it's you're going to get right up into the line and like, OK, I'm going to go home. Right. Yeah. Yep. We'll see a handshake. Like it's it's. <laughs> Sorry, my mother's standing right behind me, so we can't. Kind of a situation. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> yeah, yeah. Amber, it's 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 frustrating to see this stuff that the doesn't come out in at least the mainstream critic like shit that we read. You know, yeah, the ones that are aggregated to let you know whether or not this movie is worth watching. And and there were some like. Uh, 2020 reviews of this movie that I saw that also did not mention this. Like, this is not like all 2000s fault. Come 20 20 on. years later, there's still not. Yeah. Anyway. Seriously. Yeah. This yep. seems important to me. I'm trying to think of another movie where this is this is anything. Like, I, so few movies star non-white dudes. Mm-hmm. Like, so few movies have non-white women as romantic leads or as leads in general and so few movies have a majority non-white cast when they're not all criminals and the entire focus is on criminality like so much more of this movie was despite all of the weird bizarre machinations family was a part of this people mourned the loss of people people were wounded by death it wasn't just a well you know streets are streets are raw baby it was i don't know yeah yeah, there's something unexpected and <laughs> revolutionary is a crazy word to use, but groundbreaking-ish, barrier-smashing-ish. And, and while yeah. it, it got to the edge and then pulled back because the test audiences said, it still went out there and did its thing. And it is an imperfect movie. The story is not great. The dialogue is often laughable, but fucking little engine that coulds the moments that are good. Yeah, absolutely. And just an existing makes me happy. Agreed. Let's talk about the things that make us happy and or the things that we're kind of thinking, um... Yeah. Yeah, let's do that thing. Okay. Amber. Megan. I just need to tell you that the beginning of this movie starts off with, um... uh, (laughs) A a fight in a club. It's DMX's club, right? That's right. Yes, it's his Um, casino. Silk's casino. Casino, yeah. And, uh... It's just, it ends up being like, uh, uh, it ends up being a fight that Russell Wong gets involved in and it's, and it's, you know, you get some martial arts and then of course it goes to guns and it becomes a gun standoff. And then the best thing in the world happens, Amber, which is we learn that, uh, the, the most practical way to de-escalate a gun stand off is to, uh, just fire a machine gun in the air. And that really kind of calms everybody's nerves. Yeah, if you have like a few dozen 
Well, it's just like not a dozen, like about a dozen people all pointing guns at each other at point blank range uh, in a tense situation. Definitely the best thing to do is to fire off a few rounds. Right. Because if everybody doesn't pull the trigger instinctually, they all kind of look up at you and realize that maybe um, guns are bad. It was uh, lovely and logical. And I think, you know, DMX's entrance you know, he shoots off a few rounds. Guns don't kill people. People kill people. <laughs> what are you, what's happening here? I think that the thing that made me laugh when you mentioned the opening scene of this movie is that, in fact, before we get to Silk's Casino. Mm, yes, okay. We have that wonderful oh, yes, scene. Right, yes. That, that happens in many movies. You know, you're driving through the darkened streets. You've got the title credits coming up and you've got the you know, actors' names coming up, and all the while these men in this car are locking and loading their various weapons <laughs> in a fast-moving vehicle, none <laughs> of them right. wearing seatbelts. And your response was, <laughs> yes, the best place to load a gun is in a fast-moving vehicle. Everything yep. is controlled and stable. Nothing unexpected could possibly happen. No. Definitely yeah. don't do this before you get in the car. Before, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was pretty great. I don't think I've ever thought about those scenes before. You've seen them so many times. You know, okay, okay everybody's getting ready. Cha -ching, cha -ching, cha -ching. They're Put taking the off their away. safeties. They're, yeah. <laughs> yeah, taking off their safeties in the car while you're still maybe 10 minutes away from your desk. It's, what are yeah. you, unless you're going to shoot out the car window, what are right. you doing? And also, yep. even then, why didn't you get it ready before you got before in the car? Before you jumped in the car, yeah. What is this yeah. scene? yeah. Um, right, because all I can think of in that case is like a, a Pulp Fiction uh, type accident happening. And uh, exactly awful. Anyway, yeah. But you got to have the, the moment where everybody cocks their guns, Amber. That's 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 the dynamic Apparently, bit of yes. it all. And of course, this scene exists just to show Jet Li's brother Poe at Silk's Casino. So he's, of course, one of the Chinese side. Right in the black side of town, mm -hmm. and then he winds up dead. Yeah. Oh, so it was, I mean, it was probably... It had to be. It's it probably to be. Delroy Lindo's people. Mm-hmm. That's, and that sets off the whole thing. That we have a, a prisoner comes into the prison where Jet Li is and whispers in his ear. Jet Li immediately attacks some guards and then does a, an amazing prison escape. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In which it, he it's... takes out Four people with his arms manacled yep. while he's hanging upside down by one leg. Yes. And it's one of these things where, like, that's a great scene. It's a fantastic scene. And Jet Li was really hanging upside down by his ankle. I mean, I'm sure there were extra, you know, like, whatever ties and whatever to take the pressure off just that angle. But, like, he, he was upside down swinging around. Mm-hmm. Taking out those guys. Doing oh. some shit. It was fantastic. My favorite part of it is at the end where there's the one guy left and he tries to run out of the room and uh -huh. Jelly just swings over and <laughs> yanks him back. Yep. That's great. Yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then the keys are on the ground and he uses the chain from the manacles to like scoop it and swing it up. And then he has to catch the keys in his mouth. I want to know how many takes it took for him to actually catch the keys in his mouth. Yep. Yeah. For some reason, we don't see the long, protracted, and probably perilous way he got into the States, having just broken out of prison yeah. in Hong Kong. Yep. I guess we assume if he can do a daring prison escape, 
He can smuggle himself into the he United get, States. He can get to peasy. Oakland. Yeah, yeah, not a problem. Then he immediately steals a cab. Mm-hmm, he does. Because the cab driver was kind of being rude to him, but mm -hmm. he was kind of being rude to the cab driver because the cab driver did say he was off duty. Right. It was ultimately a dick move to steal the cab. It was, but mm, what's done is done, Amber. We needed Free cars. The, we needed the meat cute. <laughs> yes, we did. Which is, Aaliyah gets in this cab, and he says yes. he's off duty, but, you know. She gives him a 50 and says, uh, and, and she's clearly being chased. Right, right. That that um, kind of sparks his, like, oh, I should help this person out. Indeed. Anthony Anderson plays uh, Maurice, Delroy Lindo's, basically one of his, his lower-level enforcers in his, his organization. Maurice shows up at Serpentine Fire, the coolest fucking store in the world, and informs her that, you know, tensions are high. You know, the other side's son was just murdered. Obviously, Delroy Lindo, um, Isaac O'Day is Delroy Lindo's character, wants to protect his kids. He's got D.B. Woodside, Colin, and Dalia Trish as, as his kids. So, you know, he assumes that retribution is coming, even though he knows he didn't do it. Right. So Maurice is sent to, you know, secure Trish and keep her safe. She wants no part of this. She doesn't want no. anything to do with Isaac O'Day's business. She's right. legit. She doesn't want this nonsense. She loves her baby brother, Colin, but he's up to his neck in that shit, too. And he wants no, she wants no part of it. Right. And and Maurice is a bit of a, he, he keeps hitting on her slash calling her stuck up. Like, it, it's a, he, he's, uh, yeah. He's, he's not he's, fun. He's not fun, nor is he good at protecting. <laughs> he's pretty incompetent. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like a little sadistic streak in there, you know? So she escapes yeah. into the cab. And for me, this scene was adorable. It was very good. It, yeah. I thought it was very good. She looks at, you know, the license in the back and it says Akbar. And he's like, yeah, you know, that's my name. Mm -hmm. She's like, Akbar, you can't be stealing cabs. Mm -hmm. That's not really a good way to go. But she's sweet about it. She's not like, I'm not going to turn you in. Clearly, you know, some stuff is going on for you. I don't know about that, but okay, maybe she just really trusts that she's a good judge of character. My favorite part is at the end where he turns around and she's, he's like, so what's your name? She's like, you think I want you, Colin? And he's like, I don't have a phone. And then gives this adorable smile. Just like, <laughs> so what does it matter? Just tell it's, it's It's really cute. Yeah, it is. It's a really cute, quirky meet cute situation that is completely mm -hmm. bonkers. She gets into a cab that's clearly stolen with a man who's up to some shit and she's just completely calm about it. Yeah, she wants to get away from Maurice more than anything. Guess it was but, worth it. But yes. Mm -hmm. But of course, these two crazy kids will never cross paths again, except... <gasps> oh, Amber. And this makes perfect sense. Jet Lee, while investigating his, his brother's death, goes to his brother's luxury apartment, does some investigating... It's redial. The number is Serpentine Fire. Yes. Aaliyah's store. Right. So it leads him back to her, mm -hmm. where, of course, of course, he learns that sometimes Colin makes yes. calls from Trish's store. It all makes sense. It all makes total sense. Which then leads them to think that maybe Colin and Poe were going to meet up about something, and then Colin gets murdered with his... Lady friend, which just yeah, seems that wrong. Poor lady friend, that yeah. Poor lady friend. And now everybody's getting killed. Trish gets pulled into the father's house for safety. We have to keep Jetly away. They know they're hanging out now, but yeah. god damn it, these families are just 
at each other, probably. Mm-hmm. But we got to make sure this deal goes down. We just, just got to make sure the deal goes down. But what is the deal? Oh, right. So both organizations are buying up waterfront property from their separate racial groups, basically. Right. Yep. Like Isaac O'Day is acquiring black barbershops and black crabbing outfits. Mm-hmm. And, and Henry O. Chu Singh, the character is Chu Singh, is buying up Chinese businesses. I don't think we even get a sense of what they are. What we do know is that every time they visit one of these places, either Jet Li goes to one of these places and everyone's dead. Or Russell Wong, who is Kai, Chu Sing's enforcer, as Mac is Isaac's enforcer. When Kai shows up, he just blows shit up. And when Mac yeah. shows up, he threatens them with guns or crabs or yes. sends it. So basically, you have Kai and Mac just murdering business owners and taking their deeds, because I think that's how things work. Right. Then they're going to give them to the white guy, and then they're going to get money. Right. And for, for Isaac, it's walking away money. And for Chu Sing, it seems to just be money. And also, in the midst of this, he also kills the heads of the other families in his organization so that he can have all of the money. Yeah. There's a lot. Yeah. There's a it's, lot. There's it's a sort lot of a, a of fever dream of weird yeah. intrigues. What's important is that while investigating this, Trish and Han Singh are brought together. Mm-hmm. They get to dance in a club to an Aaliyah song. <laughs> where she mouths the words where she to her own song. she mouths the words to her it's own very, song while dancing great. around what appears to be an extremely uncomfortable Jet Li. Mm-hmm. Yes, very much so. He does not look at ease. And may, I don't know that he's supposed to because, of course, he's the only non-black person in, in this club. Mm-hmm. And she's, she's adorable the whole time. Yes, absolutely. This, this movie makes no sense. They're just, things just happen. Mm -hmm. There's also a football game. I don't know if you knew this, Megan. <laughs> Why does this happen, you ask yourself? Because Jitli once again encounters Aaliyah, I think on purpose. Yeah. We don't I'm know how he knew yeah. she was at the park. Right. Maybe they went there together. I honestly don't remember at this point, but she's hanging out with some kids. She's buying them ice cream. She's buying them ice creams, yeah. It's really sweet. And, you know, one of them's like, oh, I wanted the yellow one. And it's yellow and green ice cream of course and she's like oh he's the baby give him the yellow one and then she offers one to jet lee and he very adorably says i want the yellow one <laughs> <laughs> you can't have a yellow one <laughs> yeah uh, i think it's adorable flirting it's very sweet they 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 go into the park and they sit where uh nearby where um uh Aaliyah's, uh I guess, are they even friends? Anyway, where Isaiah Washington and, and Anthony Anderson are having a football game, and uh, Jet Li gets pulled into the football game to kind of show off for Aaliyah. Oh, my good. I, why does this happen? They're clearly intending to beat the crap out of him because they don't mm -hmm. like that he's hanging around her. Right. And he's not in like, he, he blows them off like politely but he's his character is so fucking cool he has mm -hmm. nothing to prove to anyone no. at this point he's already beaten up maurice and like a bunch of his thug guys mm -hmm. he's at Aaliyah's apartment and they're chatting and then maurice shows up and he pretends to be a chinese delivery guy like takes some money from her and walks out being like thank you dim sum mm-hmm they realize he's not a delivery guy and then he just casually beats them all up while strolling away yep. he just like he's walking Never by runs. him there's yep. they're, they're trying to intimidate him he's like yeah i don't, I don't i'm good 
see it and they come at him. He's like, okie dokie, I'll fight you. And he's just sort of grinning at them the entire mm-hmm. time. One of them, he takes his belt off of him. His pants fall down and then uses his own belt to hogtie him. Yep. Get and then again, yeah. continues to stroll away while the rest of them run after him. He is not moving quickly. Yes. Yeah. Once they're all on the ground, he then hops a fence and steals their car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At which point, what does he say, Ember? It's a very good line. Oh, it's something like, I love this country. Free cars. Yeah, because it's like the third car that he's taken. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't care. So he's looking at these people that he has mm-hmm. already manhandled. Yep. And being like, nah, I don't really need, I don't have anything to prove. And then he's yeah. like, oh no, like football is very attractive. And he's like, all right. He does it to impress her, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's taken down twice uh, and then is told that uh, you're allowed to tackle the guy with a football. <laughs> and so then for the rest of the game, he hands people the football so he can beat them up brutalize them oh that's great yes yeah he he yes he learns the rules of football enough so that he can just annihilate everyone on the field uh anthony anderson in particular he keeps throwing the ball to him and then as anthony anderson tries to get rid of the ball gently stops Mm -hmm. it and then shoves it back into him so he can continue Mm -hmm. to attack him yes exactly (laughs) <laughs> you get to take down gently twice and uh never again never again yeah no. yeah you're lucky you got that twice it's just because Leah was watching he what he wanted to play by the rules because there right, were also exactly. children watching mm-hmm. who That's thought true. he was just the coolest mm-hmm. he comes back over to Aaliyah after he's they're just all the grown men are moaning on the ground mm-hmm. and he just high fives all the kids saying brother <laughs> <laughs> Yep. It's, it's very cute. It's just adorable. And he gets his ice cream cone back, which hasn't even melted. Yeah. Impressive. There is some fine, you know, choreography choreography and fight scenes. I think him leaving from Leah's apartment is a good one. Zip mm-hmm. ties That's and fun. Yeah. belts. Uh, they, they, the critics aren't wrong. They do use kind of harnesses and wire work and some yes. weird effects to make yeah. things artificial and things aren't really shot very well they are choppy you don't get much of a sense of the action which is such a weird technique to use on somebody as good as Jet Li and Russell Wong also yes. pretty talented right yeah you don't need to use right you don't need special effects and harnesses when you have Jet Li like what are you doing <laughs> yep. why why are you hiring Jet Li if you're gonna do that stuff uh, especially the last fight between him and Russell Wong is particularly like there are really good parts of it, and then it just kind of devolves into what? That's yeah, not physics, right? Th- th- this should be. I mean, it it is the like this the the final kind of interesting standoff um, fight, but it it's just yeah, they take it too far. They do. There's some car chases, which are fine. It's it's the usual trope of chasing a car with a motorcycle. Most of the motorcycles get knocked over, and then <laughs> and there's a fist fight at the end. But because the last uh-huh. the last motorcyclist is a woman, mm-hmm. yep, Jet Li cannot punch her. He can't hit a girl. He, he says. can't hit a girl. Yeah, but he can hit a girl with a girl. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he pulls Aaliyah out of the car and uses her fists and legs to attack this woman. This was Jet Li's idea. Like if Jet <gasps> Li, the, the person, came up with this idea, according it, to IMDb. 
it was shot very well. Like it was very mm-hmm. graceful. Very like Aaliyah yeah. was like very fluid. It it was like mm-hmm. dancing, but someone got like knocked away every yep. time. Uh, and then he basically uses her to kill this woman. It's accidental. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but she definitely is used as a murder weapon. Yeah. She bounces right back though. She does. Aaliyah's fun with it. Apparently. <laughs> to, to be fair, she did just walk into the site of a mass murder maybe five minutes before this. So she's processing right. a lot. There were, there were, yeah, mm-hmm. all oh, the and, people. And her brother was thrown out of a skyscraper. That she's also having happened. a freaking week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This one person falling at whoops-a-daisy into like a random rebar doesn't really, you know, break it into the top three terrible things she's seen that day. <laughs> that does seem pretty reasonable. Yeah. It's a weird movie. It it's is. It's a weird movie, With Megan. Some it's delightful, delightful bits in it. Right? The, the, those, like, the scenes between Jet Li and Aaliyah are such highlights for me. Even the weird, mm-hmm. awkward dancing, on, almost almost entirely the weird, awkward dancing on, yeah. on the mm-hmm. dance floor, just because she's mouthing the words to her own song. I, oh, yep. It's so great. But the plot. It's, so... it's, it's, it's <laughs> so convoluted, and yeah. So, because I feel the need... I will explain. Okay. What's happening here is a classic scenario of each gang is forcing people to give up their properties, whether they want to or not, in order to build a football stadium and make a lot of money. However, Delroy Lindo's character is unaware that these strong arm techniques are being perpetrated. Yes. He thinks these business owners are selling or dying tragically all at once on their own. Yeah, he has to be a little bit blind to it. But yes, yeah, he, he's kind of sent Isaiah Washington to do his his dirty work and is not asking a lot of questions about how it's getting right. done. Right, right. Mac is his secondhand man. He's I think he's delegated yeah. too far because he's already ready to get out of it. He's practicing playing golf, Yep. you know, explaining to Mac how all future decisions when you're legitimate are going to be done on the green. You know, he's... He's already in that legitimate businessman right. mindset. And Mac, meanwhile, is like, is there going to be a place for me in this new outfit? He's like, don't worry. And his, you know, son Khan's like, what about me? I was going to lead the gang. And he's dead. We don't care anymore what he thinks. But Chu Sing, Henry O's character, is, he knows what's going on. Oh, he's a he part of it. He's, he's murdering so. people. He's, he's, he's on. He's in it. He, he and, yeah. and Russell Wong are, are simpatico. Yep. Yep. What we didn't know mm-hmm. is that Mac also killed Colin, and Russell yes. Wong killed Poe. Right. On on Henry O's um, order, like, he, Henry O killed his own son. Yeah. And it was because he said that um, Poe was an embarrassment. Uh, Poe, played by uh, John Kit Lee, was an embarrassment and couldn't ever take over the family business. So he, he tried... He tried to teach Poe, but he could not, and so he had to get rid of Poe. It's kind of a dual thing he was doing. And it also seemed like Poe was maybe going to betray them to D.B. Woodside's character, Colin? Yeah. Because he had, like, a list of all the businesses that had to be got, that they still didn't have the deeds for, hidden in his cane that Jet Li finds. But also that might not mean anything. That was probably just, like a way to get them to those businesses to get them deeper into. We don't know. We don't know why. Yeah. Was, Nothing was he means anything. Was with doing this shit? Or, yeah. Yeah. 
so of course at the end of all of this there's another gun standoff in some sort of business penthouse mm-hmm. yes. in which where business of, deals happen where bus- business deals happen in the business penthouse and of course everyone mm-hmm. brings their guns especially their suitcase automatic rifles obviously this was very funny to me <laughs> it's like you just drop the suitcase part of the suitcase and the handle becomes like the the handle of the gun and then you just mm-hmm. shoot people amber yep and these all happen at night and all the deeds had to be like collected and given all in the same in room person all at the yeah. same time in person and then they get their 38 million dollar checks and henry o just walks away with his he's happy but uh delroy lindo Mm-mm. this is the moment this is the yep. big move he's been telling everyone about yep hands the check back he doesn't want the money doesn't want the money he wants that owner's box he wants to be a business partner that's that's how you get it done. You become mm-hmm. one of the guys with the NFL team, I guess. Yeah, yeah. One of the or, box owners. One of the like. What or does he is he part owner of the stadium or the team? Are they the uh, same thing? I how don't does, know. How does football work? I, do, I think what probably is, the stadium and the team are probably two different things. But it's unclear to me if the 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 guy was. I mean, he's definitely getting the stadium done. I don't know about the. Eh, whatever. Who knows, Amber? Who knows? Who knows? It doesn't matter because uh, Mac mm-hmm. is not having it. He's like, this no. is your big move? You want to be in the owner's box? Fuck you. Fuck this. I'm going to kill everybody. I want the criminal business. That's right. what I want. And mm-hmm. so he shoots him. He's also got Aaliyah as kind of a hostage. He also tells everybody he killed Colin. It's It's not great. It's he's, yeah. he's he's gone real dark side. Yeah, he has. Uh, to be fair, he's with dark side the whole time. He's been killing people, threatening people, and just manhandling Aaliyah in a really disgusting way. Yeah, yeah, half flirting with her, mostly manhandling. Yeah, it's in gross. just very misogynistic ways, which is uh, why her shooting him to death is very satisfying. Mm-hmm. Yep. Also, the white guy doesn't get away with the deeds. Yes, he does not. Despite the briefcase automatic rifle. <laughs> Yep, yep. He actually, they, they go to the roof, obviously. So, Amber, in your, in, you know how in your uh, business high rise where you do all your um, business deals with your mm-hmm. briefcase guns? Yes. You always have to have a, a helicopter on the top, on the roof, because you might need to get away. Yeah, why are um, you even telling me this? This is obvious. This is like I know. business We're, penthouse deed selling well, 101. Yeah. Um, he's got, <laughs> he's, got um this is uh edardo uh ballerini uh plays roth and he's got uh the the case with all the deeds in it which happens to also be bulletproof because he holds it up so he doesn't get shot but then oh amber the briefcase falls and all the deeds are scattered among on the roof and he tells the (laughs) he tells the helicopter pilot to go back and the helicopter pilot's like fuck no And he flies away. Die for your fucking deeds, you madman. What is this shit? I also don't know. So does he have the checks too? Well, he gets no Henry O has his check, but what? It, so it, the business deal isn't getting done, I guess. So that's what I am just realizing yeah. now, Megan. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is that all of those people were murdered for no reason. Yeah, Amber, how embarrassing. All those people had to die or be threatened by crab justice to uh, get their deeds. And uh, 
I guess no stadium gets built. Although maybe Delroy Lindo gets the deeds and gets to keep the make the stadium. Although I don't think that's also how deeds work. I think you sign them over to somebody specific and it's not just holding the deed in your hand that makes you have the property. I don't know. Well, Mac did say that <laughs> when he shot DMX to death, that he just signed the deed over himself. Yeah, true. I guess when everybody's dead, you can do with it. And you've got the deeds, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, I mean, signatures are kind of a joke at the end of the day. Yeah. If it really is just a matter of signing it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have a decent forger, even just a halfway decent forger. I don't Do, do people Especially even really the, compare signatures? Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So kind of, yeah, all those, all those poor people could have had their businesses and they're just gone. Anyway. So many corpses, though. Yeah, so many corpses, so many blown up, you know, barges, so many people with crab claw marks on their faces. Yeah. I mean, I feel most bad for the blown up barbershop and the crab guy because, you know, yeah. they're dead and he doesn't have his business anymore. But the barge did seem to be like a heroin barge. Yeah, it did. Yeah, you're right. Oh, I guess there's more drugs. There, there's a little bit more drugs. Oh, yeah. Okay, so there was a third drug instance. In yeah. instance. Rule of three. But again, the movie was not about the drugs. And marijuana is, is such a that's, that's such a non-drug that it's a little uh, rude to really call that an instance. Yeah, that scene was not great. Yeah. I don't know what it was trying to accomplish. It's, it's right before D.B. Woodside's character is thrown out the window with his lady friend. He's just high and smoking and kind of talking big about, you know, when's it going to be my time? When when am I going to get to run the, the business? Why won't dad talk to me or trust me? And then he gets thrown out a window. I don't know what they're trying to do. And, and also, do we need to have a black man blazing on the screen in this movie? Is that necessary? Yeah. I'm not saying there's, I mean, weed is basically legal most places. And but there's because of the way that it's been specifically criminalized in black and brown communities, I don't really feel the need to have this scene in a movie in the early 2000s. Like, no. it's it's not, I, I feel like casual weed use is fine, but in this mm -hmm. context, it doesn't, it's not again, necessary. A, it's not necessary. And in 2000, it wasn't legal anywhere, really. Yep. So you're, you're showing unnecessary drug use and, and criminal activity, specifically with black and brown characters. I, mm -hmm. I, didn't, I didn't need that. I need no. that part. No. And and they, they kind of imply that the barge that they blew up was essentially an opium den, which is also, you know, not fucking necessary. Oh, it's, you mean um, the Chinese criminals just ran opium dens yeah, with exclusive yeah, yeah, Chinese yeah, customers? Yeah, so let's, yeah, let, yeah, let me, yeah, hold yeah. on. Interesting. Interesting. Historically speaking, when drugs were made illegal, how was that accomplished? You know, like, specific, was it, oh, that's right, by specifically criminalizing the use of minorities. So was it heroin and opium were associated with Chinese criminality and Chinese mm -hmm, use. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, marijuana was, uh, well, predominantly associated with, like, Central and South Americans, but also with black people in order to criminalize yeah. it. So um, thank you for yeah. those stereotypes, movie. Yeah. Yeah. You did some lovely things, but gosh you darn did, it, you like, still did the dumb you, shit, too. You still just totally wanged it with some shit. Really yep. aggressively wanged it. Mm -hmm. 
I also want to mention the warehouse hose fight. Oh, yes, please do. Yes. Wasn't terrible. Wasn't great. Was pretty good. Mm -hmm. Jet Li once again brutalizes uh, Anthony Anderson's guys. Yeah. They never learn. They don't learn, Amber. They should probably learn. They don't learn. Some people complained about this one. Like, some critic reviews were just like, any guy with a hose can, like, you know, hose people away from them. It's not interesting as a fight scene. I'm like, it's funny because he uses the hose to, like, pressure wash these guys away from him, but then somebody axes the hose, and then the hose just be, like, the the now empty hose is now a weapon in his hands and it's legs. It's now more deadly. Like, it I'd is rather now get more deadly. pressure wash than hit in the face with a fucking, you know, one-foot metal end of a fucking hose. The business end of a hose is a big yeah. metal kachunka that probably does some serious blunt force trauma when Jet Li is winging it at you. Yeah. Yep. With absurd precision. Yeah, it's great. And then I think Ridiculous. he probably murders Anthony Anderson at the end of this. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's another uh, Mortal Kombat thing we see get to see, right? No, no, no. That no, doesn't give that's... us x-ray vision. Because he does get some words afterwards. That is right. Right, 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 right. Sorry, I was thinking actually of, of uh, it was Kai that he telescoped the spine of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Yep. Yeah, that was that was funny. And then the, the final the final fight between yeah, Kai and, and Han, Russell Wong and Jet Li is, is pretty good. There's it's a, good. Yeah. some burning. Yep. Some good 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 fisticuffs. There's some unpleasant wire work. Yeah. And and again, you've got you've got Jet Li, you've got Russell Wong. Why are you doing anything that involves wire work? Why don't you just let them do the shit they can do super well? I will say for you know, all the mistakes it made, and, and I think we haven't really gotten deep into them, but they definitely exist outside of the story and like stereotypes and not great optics and racism. But I feel like Aaliyah's character is actually pretty decent. Yes, absolutely. Especially in a movie that is very much ruled by men and, and mm-hmm. very much masculine in, in the way it kind of presents things, fights, you know, activities, business. And there aren't a lot of women in this. She's pretty much the only one outside of the people she works at the shop with. And the women who are purely sex objects in the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. There are a handful of Eastern Asian women in this movie. The first few are literally used to make out with each other and as sex objects. And then the other right. one is murdered. And Jetly won't punch her because she's a girl. Right. Yeah. Not awesome. No, but not. Aaliyah's character is actually pretty good. She's not yeah. A com- she's not really a complete damsel in distress. She she kills Mac herself. She kind of takes these things in stride. She's mad at her father, but she still loves him. She's mad at her brother, but she still loves him. She's not I feel like she's actually a pretty balanced character if you also take into account just how crazy and unbalanced the world is. She does react to things in a way that is just kind of chill considering, but Right. Yeah. But she really, yeah, she she really feels it when her brother dies. And, like, in terms of, like, acting, like, that is, you know, a very touching scene. And she's telling that story about how they tricked their mom. And I feel it's Mm -hmm. gut-wrenching. And it's so weird to find that in a movie like this. The story itself actually perfectly captures the sensation of what she's going through. Mm -hmm. She's telling Jet Li the story about how when they were kids... They thought it would be really funny for her to pretend that Colin had been really hurt and like to go run and tell their mom that like Colin was hurt. 
and, it, and, and you know, he'd be lying on the ground pretending to be, you know, dead or unconscious. And then he'd jump up and they'd laugh and they'd laugh. But instead, her mom just like burst into tears and just held him tight. Right. And she's like, I didn't understand, but I do now. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh. Yep. Oh. It's just because yeah. he's dead and he's not getting back up. And, oh, and she's crying. It's, it's yeah. good. That woman was, she yeah. had talent, man. Yep. Yeah, so Aaliyah ha- definitely has her, her own agency. She's got her own business. She's got her own, you know, like, yes, she's, I, I do enjoy that. And none of it really feels like, you know, she took her father's money and built the business itself. We don't really know how it happened, but it really does seem like she's not, she's not the female character or even just the character in general who's like, I don't like that you're in a criminal life, but you definitely bought my house and my car. But you bankroll me. Yeah. So. Yeah. It, yeah. it seems like she built her own situation and it was about like creating a safe space in the community. Like, yeah, like outreach to kids. It's, it's not, it's implied more than it's said, um, right. but I feel like there is a, like a demonstration that she clearly, and it's, I don't know, it it, de- it, it doesn't seem as hypocritical as you usually kind of find in, in right. these characters. Absolutely. To, to just button the, the movie up, after um, Kai's dead, we um, get an interaction between Jet Li and his dad, where um, we learn that the re- whole reason that Jet Li was in prison was because essentially he'd gone to prison for Henry O's crime, and Henry O and Jet Li's little brother left the country so that they didn't get put in prison. And... So we kind of learned that that's why Jet Li was in prison in the first place. Um, he was originally a cop. He, right, he, he was originally. He was arrested for helping them escape so his father wouldn't be executed. Yeah, because he promised his mom he'd always take care of his little brother. And this shows you he's doing a great job acting in English. Is for, like, yes. they, aren't a, they don't give him a ton of lines, and I think that's really the best way to do it. Like, he acts with his physicality, his expression, his presence, mm-hmm. and I feel like he does accomplish this. But the scene with his father that he gets to do all in his actual native language, mm-hmm. where he's... It's it's sort of like the scene where Lee is telling the story about her, fa- uh, her brother and her mom. Mm-hmm. He's like, you're the father. You're supposed to take care of your son. I promise. Like, you motherfucker. How right. could you do this? It's intense and it's yeah. it's it's emotive and it's 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 good. It's like this yeah. good dramatic turn at the very end of this ridiculous movie. And then his father pulls out a gun and slides it across the desk. And he says, Well, I guess you want to take your revenge. I guess it would be appropriate since, you know, I'm the one who who killed your brother, my own son. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, he's like, nah, man, you know, I'm gonna let this play out. Like, I'm sure the yep. other other families will come for you if the cops don't get you first. Right. And he, yep. he turns around and walks away and his dad picks up the gun and we see Jet Li and we hear a gunshot. And of course, you know, you have that, dude, did he just shoot his son? No, he shot himself in the head. Yeah. But yep. it's, as, as he hears the gunshot, Jet Li has that freeze moment. And there is this, this moment of kind of like grim sadness and regret. Right. On his face. It's well yeah. acted, motherfuckers. Very well acted. Absolutely. In this dumbass movie, mm-hmm. there are some great glimmers and some real garbage. Mm-hmm. I'm glad this movie exists. Yeah. So, Amber, on, a, on the rock scale, regrettable, outstanding, crazy bulls, or K, where would you put this movie? This is kind of all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is one of those all of them movies. <laughs> it's a rock movie. It's a it's a full on rock movie. It it is outstanding in its mm-hmm. representation, in some of its scenes, in some of its humor, like great little glimmers, in some of its action. 
it's regrettable and a lot of it's racism and mm-hmm. some of the cockamamie nonsense that happens in the plot, just glaring holes that we haven't even gotten into and we don't need to. Yep. Aspects of it are K because you just mm-hmm. say, well, that exists. Right. The plot and is... it doesn't is, offend me. Yeah. Convoluted and, and the dialogue's meh mm-hmm. most of the time. And then there's obviously craze balls. We told you about a football scene in which he just brutalizes them all by giving them the football and then <laughs> kicking them and punching and them and then getting them. to kick them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not how football works, but hey, why not? And then he <laughs> runs to the runs to the end zone and spins the football. Touchdown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, that's Yay. how it works. Excellent. Oh, and, and ARs. I mean, there's automatic rifles and suitcases at a business me- business meeting. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. Megan, do you have an Abby story? Amber, I have another Maddie story, which is um, Maddie's at the age right now where um, she gets very uh, excited about things, and um, her her she's got this really high pitched excited voice when she um, gets excited about something specific. For example, if there is a hop in the front yard, which means you know a bunny rabbit hopping around, uh, she loves hops. And uh, she just like it's it's almost ultrasonic when she gets excited about something, and then the most adorable thing is when she gets excited about you or get ex- gets excited about Abby, um, and the, like her just high high pitched voice, you know, um, goes to say you know mommy or daddy or Abby's name, and it's uh it's it's very cute. So like unless you can really hear in certain registers, you you might. It might just seem like she's just gone completely silent, like she's not excited at all. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So it's too too high pitched to to actually hear. Mm. That's adorable. Tragic. Mm-hmm. Amber, do you have a recommendation? Hmm. Let's do two recommendations. Oh my! Uh, just real quick fire. Uh, on August twentieth, check out Aaliyah's music, man. It's not all going to be available, but a decent chunk of it will. Uh, I highly recommend her stuff. If you have not yeah. listened to it before, One in a Million was a very lauded album. Uh, honestly, the tracks from, from this one are great. I had I had this, so mm-hmm. obviously I'll think that. But get, yeah. get your bump on to some Aaliyah music on August 20th. Yeah, 100%. Uh, and the critics aren't wrong. There are better ways to uh, take in Jet Li's martial arts prowess. So I recommend looking at any movie he made while he was in Hong Kong and before mm-hmm. this movie was done. I, I feel like the good part about movies like this is that dum-dums like me who are you know like little 14 year old amber encounters freaking romeo must die and like oh my god this is cool and then once i hit you know once upon a time in china or the legend or you know even black mask it blows my goddamn mind so yep Yep. if a movie like this tickles your fancy go check out his uh work in hong kong it's delightful the dude is very good Mm-hmm. Which is exactly what these are movies are are like doing. It's it's like we say the the his debut into Hollywood, but he's got all this back catalog of really impressive stuff before this. Exactly, Megan. Do you have a recommendation? I do, Amber. Um, the Crystal Kingdom came out for um. Uh, there's the um the Adventure Zone graphic novel. This is the. Fourth book ish. Um, fourth book of um, their uh, graphic novel series. It's called The Crystal Kingdom. Um, 
It's uh, kind of the continuing adventures of uh, this D&D game that they put into graphic novel form. Uh, I read it. It uh, came out last month. It's delightful. Uh, people should get it. Excellent. For second press, get it from, you know, your local bookstore. Megan, this has been delightful. It's gone on too long. Why do you let me talk so much? I, I feel like this is, um, I need to, I need to sit and listen more, you know, I need, I need to sit and listen. We need to, I, I need to just let, maybe let the podcast happen with a little less of me. So Megan, just take it away. Okay. I will end this podcast like I always do with Aaliyah's song, Rock the Boat. Oh, I want to be mad at you, but also it's an Aaliyah song. I know. I that's why I framed it. Oh, it's it's good. It's a good song too. It's a, it's a good mm-hmm. song, but I'm I still I'm mad at you. And I I, 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 sh- I this is this is why I talk so much. That's right. That's right. Because when <laughs> when we let you do things, this is what happens. It's it's this every yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. It's but all seriously, you should you should go listen to Rock the Boat. Don't don't let her sour you on this. It's it's. it's Oh, I'm mad at you. Have a good week this year. Bye, Amber. Bye.